0: Today, Republicans continue to bus illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities. Senator Hirono issues a literal call to arms against pro-lifers. And a 10-year-old transgender model walks at New York Fashion Week. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by Yakub Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. We are also once again joined by uh, my friend Paige Willie. She is host of This Is Your Country and director of American Firebrand Pack. We are happy to have you both back on the program. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, so, interesting news today. A lot going on, Um, feel like that's evergreen. But uh, yesterday, Ron DeSantis sent two planes full of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. His communications director said the the planes are, quote, part of the state's relocation program to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations and that states like Massachusetts, New York and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border Policies. Now the bad part. So that's the good part, right? You're like, yeah, this feels good. We're striking back. Uh, their budget included 12 million. Florida's budget, the state of Florida's budget, included 12 million. million for the Florida Department of Transportation to remove these illegal immigrants from the state and relocate him, which, of course, if you live in Florida, is coming out of your tax money. Um, So feels kind of gross to be funding this when we could just be funding, like sending them back across the border and letting Mexico figure it out. Um, But uh, what say you?
1: Yeah, look, I, I like this, and I, I, I stand with you on the case that, again, the American taxpayer is paying for something yeah. that we shouldn't pay for, right. that we didn't vote on, that should be stopped with a, you shall not trespass, this is the United States, go apply mm-hmm. for a visa, right? That's how you fix this. But now that that system is blown to smithereens until the next administration, now I want right. them to drop 200 outside the home of George Clooney mm-hmm. with his 40-foot hedge and just keep going. And I said the other day, don't send 90, send 900,000. Feel the pain. There's 2.9 million, and the number they give you is absolute nonsense. We've only ap- we've ap- we have only apprehend one in four. That's the real number that come across the border. We've apprehended, Sarah. This is Border Patrol. 2.9 million people. That's one in four, which means more than mm-hmm. 10 million have crossed the mm-hmm. border. Where are they? In Texas and in Florida. And so, yeah, no, it's time. And uh, now you're going to see the wheels squeak real quick when, when, when Nancy and Kamala... Has to start dealing with people, and then on top of it, let's let's imp, you know, let's bring the law in of you can trespass, you can live in the back shed, mm-hmm. we can't remove you from our property. It's going to be a fun dance. Let's yeah. dance.
0: And so it wasn't just Martha's Vineyard, of no. course. I mean, they're going full out. Uh, Kamala Harris had a busload of illegal immigrants get dropped off in front of her DC residence. Here is that for those of you who are watching. This is right outside Kamala Harris's house. And um, it's, you know, I, again, I like the I like the push. I like the strike back mm-hmm. um, and I like holding them to the standards that they seem to want for everyone else except them. Because once they see it in their own backyard, they're like, oh, we don't have that. We don't have the resources to, to handle nine thousand extra nine thousand people. We don't have we don't have the resources for that. It's like, oh, gee, you think a small border town in Texas does. But um, Paige, I want to get your thoughts. But I also want to throw into the equation here, uh, CNN, John Berman over at CNN was speaking with filmmaker Ken Burns uh, about his documentary on the Holocaust and decided to throw in Ron DeSantis and compare Ron DeSantis sending wow. these illegal immigrants uh, to the, quote, themes of the Holocaust. Watch. This is history. All of your documentaries are about history. Yeah. But all of them also make you think about where we are exactly. now. And we woke up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida sent two plane loads of migrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts, including kids and whatnot. And I'm not saying this is not a one-for-one. One, this is not a parallel here in any way. But it does address <laughs> but, some of the same themes that
2: are part of this documentary. Well, it's I if the you abstraction of human life. It's basically saying that you can use a human life that is as valuable as yours or mine or Lynn's and to put it in a position of becoming a political pawn in somebody's
0: authoritarian game. This is the uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. Wait, did he just become pro-life? Because I just heard him say that human life is valuable and uh, every every life has value. We're all the same. Maybe we shouldn't kill babies in the womb, but I'll save that conversation for a, a different day.
2: I mean, this comparison is obviously beneath contempt. But the interesting thing here is that people who subscribe to these sort of highly globalized, open-borders beliefs, they have this philosophy that everyone around the globe is entitled to boundless humanitarian rhetoric, humanitarian causes, that the American people are nothing but a bottomless bank account for other countries' citizens and foreign causes. But... um The American people themselves are not entitled to this this sympathy or empathy or to an advocate or even to representation or recourse. And so this situation with busing the illegal immigrants to different parts of the country, I think a lot of Americans are conflicted about it because, Mm -hmm. number one, it does put these leftist cities in a position of, uh, uh, of weakness where they have to admit something they don't like to admit, which is that public resources are finite and that you've introduced a competition of people who are taxpaying Americans American citizens or in some cases non-taxpaying American citizens who are entitled to a lot of public services they're being outcompeted by other countries' mm-hmm. citizens that is a real question of who in this country is entitled to government you know uh, benefits and government uh, preferential treatment mm-hmm. then the the second thing is you have a real difficulty where American citizens feel that they, they themselves are in a position of weakness because they have no ability to get people who have broken the law and are taking a residency in their country out of this country. And and you know who knows this best is Secretary Mayorkas, who mm-hmm. likes to emphasize that uh, the goal in, in his mind is to maximize the number of illegal immigrants coming to this country because Republicans in Congress will never get the political will to say we need to have a serious law enforcement effort. We need deportation when people are in our country illegally. They are terrified of uttering the word deportation. Majorcas knows that possession is nine-tenths of the law. Mm -hmm. They will never get the political will to get this right and do right by the American citizens.
0: I completely agree. Um, And, you know, it's just it's so astounding when you hear some of these illegal immigrants who are coming over and, you know, you hear... You know that that they're lying, but you hear the administration saying uh, the border is secure. We we you know you hear you heard Kamala Harris stumble over her answer of you know why not secure the border, and she's like, well, the border is secure in the sense that it's is our priority to secure the border. (laughs) I don't think I had the quote exactly correct, but that was basically what she said, Um, just a word salad. And you you know the border is open because you're hearing it from the illegal immigrants who are coming into our country and saying like, yeah, it's open, we come in for free, no problem, watch.
1: And Vice President Harris uh, said that the border is closed is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed, or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants
2: believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because
1: we enter. We come in yes. free. Wow. No problem. <laughs> free. Wow. And, I, I mean, problem. it's just like but logic. It's
2: open for you to come illegally, right? Legally, yes. Illegally, that's
1: true. And you came illegally. Yeah, we came illegally, not <laughs> legal. <laughs> No, because look, if it walks like a duck, you could put lipstick on a pig, man. But I'm telling you, when the president of the United States signals to the world, come, we're open. Mm -hmm. We're open. These feet stand in the Rio Grande. We rescue children. This is a this is a law for all criminal activity. When people move, there's crime. Okay? Mm-hmm. that's that's a rule that's why it's so important to fortify families that's why wives and women want stability I don't want to move the kids to five different that's why so many military families have turmoil later in life with their children they move so many times it's not stable it's new elements it's new friends it's a new introduction of something you can't control you don't know your kids friends and their parents it's it's movement mm-hmm. so human migration causes trauma right so to Mr. Burns' comment before on the documentary, oh, you're using human beings as a political... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yes, sir. For once, you actually adequately and accurately describe the Biden administration. You go into Cuba... Under the Catholic Charities or Catholic Relief Mission, mm-hmm. and you coerce parents to sell their children to cartel members, that is inhumane. You are correct, sir. Yes, the Biden administration is responsible for children being trafficked and raped, for women being raped, for, for, for anarchy in families throughout the South American territories, for them to end up on the street, to commit crime. What would, what would you do if you're in a different country and you have no way to earn a legal income? You got to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's right. You can steal up to $930 and not go to prison. Oh, Chicago, don't worry, you can commit second degree murder and we won't prosecute you. Rape, arson, it's all good. As long as you come over here and you vote for us, Mm -hmm. it's all good.
2: I am so glad you brought up the topic of exploitation and this, uh, this increased crime that's associated with migration. Because one problem that you also have is that then the the folks who are here illegally are become a protected and privileged class in some cases under this new notion of criminal justice. And you had Chase Boudin in San Francisco at the time. He was saying, we cannot possibly be prosecuting all of these uh, fentanyl dealers because they're from Honduras mm. here illegally and they could be deported. We can't have that. And then the other side of this too is that when you've got all these children being trafficked by cartels, the federal government is complicit in the trafficking because they use government resources and government offices the office of uh, refugee resettlement from hhs to resettle children here who came without their parents all over the country, and I think that you are going to see a serious obfuscation effort to disguise the fact that many of these children are being released to people who are not their parents. So when the press secretary at the White House said today that Governor DeSantis was abandoning children on the streets of Martha's Vineyard, the I, the, the scale at which they are doing this with children who are being released to people not their parents in the United States with government money is astonishing. It is mm-hmm. shameful.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I also... Look, I
0: may just be completely wrong here, but I didn't, that guy's accent, I, it didn't sound- uh, Central American? <laughs> no, it didn't sound Central American at all, so I just thought I'd point that out because uh, so often on the left, you know, they say that they, these are they're just people from Mexico who want a better mm-hmm. life and they're just trying to, oh no, when the borders open, you get people from everywhere, including, I'm not saying this guy was one, but including, we covered it on the show before, including terrorists.
1: Iran. Right. North Iran. Right. I did my show. This guy sounded maybe I did my Indian, show with a Navy SEAL. Incredible. One of the most decorated SEALs. He's on the show. It airs next week. Please check it out. And he says, Yaku, every single terror cell we've tracked over the last 10 years, we know, have sent elements across the southern border in the last 10 to 12 months. Yeah, They're here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And we don't have time to play this, but I do just wanna point out when you even have Lori Lightfoot, uh, Chicago mayor who is coming out and, uh, how long is this clip control room? It doesn't say. Um, You have have her coming out. Okay, we have time, let's play it. You have her coming out and saying uh, that uh, we should have a national solution to this crisis because now the illegal immigrants (laughs) are being dumped On her doorstep is very interesting, watch. It's
1: called a border wall. There's a (laughs) finite
0: number of resources that are available uh, through FEMA. We intend to get every single penny that we possibly can. But I meant when I said earlier, if monies are going to the state of Texas and they're abdicating the responsibilities that they agreed to, to get those monies, those monies need to be reprogrammed and sent to states uh, and cities like Chicago, like New York, um, like, um, Washington, D.C. New York to date, um, as of yesterday, had 11,000 people that had come wow. to New York City. No. I mean, contemplate that number. Oh. We're not going to take our foot off the gas to say that we need a comprehensive plan from the federal government. Mm-hmm. And again, we all know what the, the reality is. This is a national problem. Mm. It needs a national solution. Oh, wow. Mm. I, we need a comprehensive.
1: National ho- solution.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like we have one. It's really straightforward. It's on the books. It's just being completely
1: it's called immigration law.
0: Well, when they say that they
2: just mean more federal money. Yes. Yes. Correct. So FEMA, that we can so that we can support. They said, all don't these stop people. the flow of migrants. Just give us more money. Right. You know, she right.
1: said that Texas agreed to. We never agreed to yeah. you opening no. the yeah. border. Yeah. Excuse me. We never agreed to that. Thank you very much.
2: And literally, Listen, when
0: we go close, the, the, the yeah. in some cases, when there are gates, we go close the gate. Yeah. Border Patrol goes back and opens it up.
1: Sarah. I, told, I mean, I know I, why. Sarah, I told you, I'm standing on the border, and I ask Border Patrol, and I call him son because they're 22. And if you if <laughs> offended, you guys need to grow up. Why are you here, son? We're here to assist the migrants, sir. I said that's not why you signed up to Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. We're here to assist the migrants. I said did the White House tell you to say that? We're here to assist the migrants, sir. Yeah. Thank you, taxpayer. Hey, little Beetlejuice is is onto something. <laughs> We need a national plan. Uh, Yeah, we sure do. Called a wall. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. Border enforcement.
0: There you go. I solved your problem for you. Um, All right, we got to, we, look, I, we got to take the the short amount of time to play this MSNBC clip of, uh, they're talking about all of this, this DC border crisis, all of the, the immigrants that showed up on Kamala Harris's doorstep. And if you were watching MSNBC, you may have seen a familiar face On this particular program, but you probably weren't watching MSNBC because you don't hate your life. So um, I thought that I might play for you. Uh, Check this out. Since April, delivering by bus these migrants to Washington, Washington, D.C. And this is what's this morning 101 men, women, and children were dropped off right here. And Governor Greg Abbott has taken great credit. Yasmin, I'm going to send this back to you right now. (laughs) Alex, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. I don't understand how you do it. Um, All right, I laugh so we don't cry, right? You gotta end this, it's like you're so, we're all pissed about this, you gotta laugh a little bit. All right, we uh, we wanna uh, take a quick break, thank our sponsor, Sweat Block. So, sweat is gross, no one likes to talk about it, but uh, if you have the uh, underarm problem where you just, it's like a leaky faucet, uh, and you, people see it and you go out to parties, you go out on dates and it's really embarrassing. You got to try sweat block. They have their wipes that are applied at night and they will protect you from all of that embarrassing sweat for days, up to seven days, actually. And I know this because we live in Texas and uh, my husband, I had my husband try them and he like, cannot live without them now. So you got to try it. They've got deodorant sticks as well, if, if you prefer those. But this is truly the best, and it works. You can get it all today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code NEWS. That is sweatblock.com, promo code NEWS. Yesterday, Senator Maisie Hirono, just the best in the business, the best, the brightest uh, senator, spoke about Lindsey Graham's proposed federal ban on abortion after 15 weeks. Uh, she concluded her speech, interestingly enough, calling for, she was issued a call to arms, like literally, I'll let you watch it for yourself, against the pro-life movement, watch.
1: This is an outright attack on women in this country. That is how I see it. That is how more and more women and those who support our right to make decisions about our own bodies—that is how we see it. And why? <laughs> because that's what's happening. Madam President, I yield the floor. But clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms mm. in mm. our country.
0: Oh, Stuart. Okay. okay. Let's go. You know, it's interesting because we keep getting called domestic terrorists Mm, and mm -hmm. MAGA forces and extremists and violent uh, people. And all I'm hearing that type of rhetoric from is from the left. When is the last time you heard? I, I, I got dragged by the left just the other day for saying that we were going to go shut down a drag queen event for children. I didn't say and any violence was going to be used. I don't think there have been there has been no evidence that they have given to show that anyone tried to threaten any violence and yet now I'm far right media figure calling for violence, calling for you know people are accusing me of incitement and you have a sitting senator actually doing it. She she used the word literally and will there be any pushback? I mm, I don't so, I'm not
1: confident so you know my life's work is defending children That's mm-hmm. what we do every single day They want to kill children in the womb. So you want to call to arms? I say Let's go bring your 1% mm-hmm. that the tail that wags the dog that this country bows to the L B G T Q A I one plus s now mm-hmm. here the s is added all of a sudden for Satanist oh. right. They did they added it so Bring it. Let's see how your 1% stands up against the law-abiding, legal, 400 million firearm-owning, law-abiding, amazing American patriots. Hirono, you want to go? Let's go. (laughs) Let's go.
0: It's interesting, too, because, um, you know, she talks about this is an attack on on women. And I'm like, I would agree with that in the sense that you're murdering 50% 50 who are women. Yes, I would prefer that those women live rather than be killed and actually Mm. grow up to be women. So, yeah, this is an attack on women. But you guys are the ones who want to continue the attacks, not us.
2: Well, I'm also glad that you brought up the comparison to always writing off uh, Republican voters as domestic terrorists and every mm-hmm. other new epithet they always come up with, because I was just reading yesterday, there was a reporter who found out who had a source in the FBI who said the demand for white supremacy from within inside the FBI is greater than the supply of white supremacy that they can find in yeah. the country. Yeah. And so I just this type of highly escalated rhetoric that is targeted. In my mind, it is designed to motivate their voters to turn out during elections. Mm. They, they, they have focus grouped this type of uh, rhetoric that characterizes the entire half of the country as extreme ultra MAGA, alt-right domestic terrorist, su- supremacist extremists. And that is like beamed directly into the brains of these people who watch MSNBC all day. And that is like their last best hope for getting the turnout that has been suppressed by the sort of low energy Biden uh, defective management of our country. Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating
0: (laughs) to watch happen because they're saying all of this and, uh, you know, they're they're issuing a call to arms while calling you the violent uh, domestic terrorist. And. Behind the scenes, we've seen all of these Jane's Revenge attacks on pro-life organizations. You want to know how many uh, arrests there have been in at least 17 of these attacks on pro-life organizations being firebombed and vandalized? A big fat zero. Zero arrests have uh, been made. This is, and by the way, the group has claimed responsibility for these. I think it's up to 18 now. Uh, They, if you remember, if you recall, they put signs that said, you know, if, if, uh, if, We aren't safe. You aren't. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. And it's just, I don't know. It's just very interesting that the left can burn down entire cities in the summer of love in 2020, and they can firebomb and vandalize uh, crisis pregnancy centers and faith-based organizations and zero arrests in those. But don't worry. The FBI did say in a statement that they are still investigating the series of attacks and threats. So I'm I'm sure that they'll
2: get to the bottom of it. I have... The utmost confidence in the FBI right now. I think that one thing that really stuck out in Americans' minds after 2020, the summer of BLM extortion riots, was that the left is entirely comfortable using violent activists as this sort of paramilitary force to... Uh, to coerce Americans when, when the majority of people do not agree with their ideological demands, they do not agree with their ideological experiments, and I, that is transparent to a lot of Americans, and this type of thing from Senator Maisie Hirono does not land well, and it's not convincing.
1: Yeah, yeah okay. Look, the bully will always bark loud and bully until you step up and, and proverbially punch the bully in the mouth, and America is at a point now where you're back is on a cliff and either we go over the cliff or you start fighting back against the bully. And then you find out the day you fight back against the bully that the bully is actually a coward, Mm. an absolute coward. They will get someone else to do their dirty work for them. That will conjure up, you know, and incite violence, but will never do it themselves. That will tell you you should take care of all the migrants, but don't send them to us that will drop a load of bricks in a city and encourage you to throw it through a, a window, but won't do it themselves. That will tell you to put a mask on your face when you set a building on fire, mm-hmm. like a coward does, right? Mm-hmm. So America wake up within the law and stand your ground, take your city back. And how do you do that? Speak the truth unapologetically, go against cancel culture and just speak the truth and you'll watch them retreat. We just never push. right?
0: Right, and I think going back to that drag show that got canceled,
1: it just it's shows. Case in point. Yeah, yeah. They will crumble. Yes. They're so weak. They need safe spaces in their schools. Yeah, I because know. Because you came after them, now they need an emotional dog. <laughs> they need an emotional oh, dog.
0: don't tell me that I, I caused any of those people to actually get if you need an dogs. emotional
1: puppy, I've got a facility for you. We can help you. It's called trauma-informed therapy. We
0: can okay. Help you. okay. Okay. Um, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, First Liberty. So, when it comes to liberals in Congress, there is no way they would accept term limits on themselves, obviously. And uh, but they're fighting tooth and nail to impose term limits on Supreme Court justices. Term limits for thee, but not for me, I guess. I don't know. It is, probably sounds very hypocritical to you, but since when has that ever been a problem for the left? Uh, to no one's surprise, their new court purging scheme would remove long serving conservative justices first, like Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito, men who we really, really need on there right now, and then, of course, they would be replaced with new justices. Who would rubber stamp their radical agenda? Uh, Since Democrats are working hard to pass court purging with term limits, we got to work even harder to stop it or the Supreme Court will never be the same. If you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court and you don't want to see it taken over by political hacks, you got to visit SupremeCoup.com. That is SupremeCoup.com. We discussed this story a few weeks ago, but this past week, ten-year-old transgender model Noella McMare opened and closed uh, New York Fashion Week. Here's a little bit of, uh, of that. It says ten-year-old transgender model and activist, of course, ten-year-old activist is redefining normal. That's great. That's what, what young girls do. <laughs> what is normal? It's 2022. No one knows what normal is at this point. Mhm. She's believed to be the youngest transgender it's model. Cool to have that title
1: and it shows that I actually am like showing other showing other people and kids that being transgender isn't bad. Oh my
0: gosh. Through her social media activism, she wants people to know trans you know, kids as are, long are as no she's different. She's doing the things kids. that she needs to be doing. We, we oh, want to make dear sure God. That Um, We're supporting her dreams and the fact that she has this want to be an activist and be Mm. visible for other trans kids, um, we know is just so important in a world that, Mm -hmm. especially right now in our current political climate. Um, Those of you who are listening on podcast, the parents look exactly how you would expect them to look. I don't know which one is the dude. I have no idea. They both look like they are women who have transitioned into men. So I'm not even sure. But certainly, certainly, they would not have pushed this agenda on on this young boy. Certainly not. They say that uh, he told his parents around the age of two that he was a girl, and they've supported him ever since. Because we all know two-year-olds understand the concept of gender and sex and all... What two-year-old do you guys know who doesn't fully comprehend all of that, or even, I don't know, articulate sentences?
1: Show me the parents and I'll show you the dysfunction in a child. Mm -hmm. That's any parent Mm -hmm. and any child, not just transgender. Show me the parents and I'll show you the product that they create. These two individuals on screen, for those of you that cannot see, are (laughs) sick, demented pedophiles that have indoctrinated a child that will pay a price that you can't measure for the rest of that child's life, okay? These are sick people that play house. If you want a child, marry a woman. Go produce something, okay? Don't take someone else's child who, by the way, was abandoned. Okay? Even if it was surrogate, still abandoned, mm. right? And now indoctrinate that child who innately is looking for his or her real mother, biological mother, to have the do you know how bad a mother wound is? We say father wounds are bad. The most detrimental wound is a mother wound. This child will have a mother wound forever. This child is is in a spiral.
0: Well, that's a part of the reason why I always say um, that I am a huge advocate for this, obviously being clear child abuse, and I, this may sound radical to some, Paige, this may be the last time that Paige shows up to be on this program, because she's, I don't know, maybe she, but I I truly think that it just, you should get the death penalty for doing this to your children, because it is the the, uh, level of just total betrayal from the one person or the two people, the child's parents, that, that, that child is supposed to trust you the most to make decisions that, that are in their best interest. And for you to completely abandon them and screw them up in that way mentally is to me far worse than physical abuse because the, the physical abuse, the scars fade.
2: This is screwing them up forever. My heart breaks for children who are victimized by their parents' ideology. It's, and to both of your points we have seen from scientific you know psychological experiments in history in the 60s 70s mm-hmm. 80s of children who were raised as the opposite gender from what they were due to whatever you know situation it may have been, some hormonal difficulty, whatever it was. These were deeply sick experiments that had just the result you would expect where some of these children committed suicide mm-hmm. because they had mm-hmm. been raised uh, to be something that they weren't. They felt very conflicted mm-hmm. about that this this ideology that was forced on them. And this is something that you can read about. It's something that happened. And to this day, you have all of these medical organizations rallying around this ideology, saying that if you withhold this type of uh, enforced activity from children they will commit suicide when in fact if you go back to the scientific literature it's the
1: opposite mm-hmm. yep. Sarah just want to reinforce your point Matthew 18 verse 6 says rather you put a millstone which in today's terms about a 50 pound center block with a chain around your neck and drown yourself in the ocean to make one of these little ones meaning the kids to stumble this is not making a kid stumble this is making a kid lose identity, lose future, who knows what. So, you know, you're right. But there's no penalty on these folks. They're being supported by this administration, right? Not so, a, I
0: mean, so, by society, call by it, everyone.
1: Call it what it is. It is child abuse in the most egregious form. Mm. Okay, because do you know in the sex trafficking community, do you know one of the most vulnerable children to be trafficked? you know who it is? The LGBTQ community, that child that comes from or is in that community, mm-hmm. they're creating targets for pedophiles. Why? Because they're pedophiles. Mm-hmm. They want sex with children. They they, they promote this. They they're, they're they're in a sick way, vicariously living the lifestyle they would like into this child. It
0: was one thing that uh, the child said that I found I like for different reasons than I think the child would say I found to be um, absolutely correct was that nope, who knows what normal is these days? Yeah, We, we don't know what normal is these days. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, and while you guys would say that's a great thing, that's kind of why society is where we're at yes. and we've seen such a, a crumbling and an erosion of all of our, our values. So yes, you're, you're correct. You're very wise for your age in saying that, just not for the reasons that you think.
1: You just don't know how much brokenness that produces, yes. but you are correct.
0: Right. Yeah. It, and it's just fascinating to me because, you know, you, you go back to they keep promoting diversity and all of these things. And it's like I, I'm not certainly I wouldn't say that skin color or anything else has to do with this. But I mean, the idea of a community is that you can't really have a community yes.
2: that is very diverse it is intentionally destabilizing
1: yes. to
0: american you're supposed to have yes. shared values that's what that's what creates a cohesive community
1: sarah is it all is it's an anti-god movement and ultimately all these things point towards transhumanism it points towards you cannot think it's group think mm-hmm. it's societal think we fought the texas state school board for crying out loud that, that said no longer has the parent authority over the child but the community and after the community, the state and after the state, the federal government, they want to identify and, and, and define you the way they want to, because it's control. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the answer is just no. And if I can just get people to understand the devastation that this causes in a human's life, mm-hmm. right? the, the decades, if you only two percent recover. Two percent of people that come and say, listen, I want my life back. I want to have normalcy again. Hey, I I know I had a double mastectomy, but now I want to be a mom. Right. Two percent get the life back in some sort of a functional way. It's it's destruction.
0: I think we're going to see or at least I'm hopeful that we're going to see the pendulum kind of swing back because I mean, lately, I've seen a whole lot of pushback from people who are very upset. Maybe they've had the the surgeries themselves and they're like, they did this to me Mm -hmm. when I was in a vulnerable state and they didn't didn't do anything to try to make sure that I really needed to do this and now I have to live with the consequences. And they're mad and you're seeing uh, uh, lawsuits being filed in Mm -hmm. the UK uh, towards all of these gender clinics or at least one in particular, the biggest one that's there because everyone got together and said, you guys, you guys predisposed our, our children to this, and now they're stuck here. Yes. The people
2: performing sex changes and infer- the sterilization mm-hmm. on children and teenagers should be sued, and they should be in prison. Yeah. And I think it's coming. And yeah. that is the only thing that will put a stop to this. I, I
0: totally agree. And I think enough, enough parents and enough people who have actually gone through it uh, push back and, and do just that. Then they're going to stop, not because they're not demented and perverse, just no. because they're too scared to Cowers. lose their livelihoods.
2: Cowers. Right. Of we, course. By imposing high enough costs to get them to stop doing this. To right. People. No, just right. a
1: little right. consequence. Just yeah. a little bit of consequence. They cower. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be
0: back.
1: 80 percent. 80 percent.
0: Hunter Biden asked an Arkansas judge to recalculate the child support payments he makes to uh, London Roberts. This is, of course, the former stripper who he had a daughter with, uh, a daughter, by the way, whom he's never met. Uh, just a little background in case you forgot that there's so many Hunter Biden scandal stories, it's hard to keep track of them. So we'll just refresh your memory here. Uh, Roberts was working at a strip club in Washington, D.C. That's where she met Hunter, of course. And uh, this was around the same time that Hunter was dating his older brother, Beau's widow, Hallie Biden. And Hunter initially denied ever having sex with her, but, of course, later settled out of court after a DNA test confirmed that, uh, You, uh, the the baby is yours, okay? And court documents reveal that Hunter cited a substantial material change in his financial circumstances, including but not limited to his income for the reason behind his request. Uh, it's almost like he can't do any more shady business dealings, uh, like with Burisma and, uh, any shady business dealings in China, and he's just blown all his money on cocaine and hookers. And now he doesn't have, well, I guess the art thing lasted for a minute or two until people realize that uh, he just sucks at everything.
1: Look, it's par for the course. The same guy and his father, they want to kill babies in the womb. Why would they value the life of a four-year-old? Why would they value the life of a 12-year-old? They don't. His own child, he's trying to get away from paying child support, just that alone, the notion. If your father's the president of the United States and you have a child, and by the way, other children will come out because he's had hookers Mm. like you can't believe. You don't know how many baby mamas there are. Well, he probably just paid for their abortions. Most likely, but... Let's just say your father's the dignity, the humanity, the responsibility as a father. No, this culture has abdicated any sense of responsibility, of accountability. They, they, they literally, it's a life of convenience. Mm-hmm. The reason they want to abort babies is so that they, they don't have to stand in front of a judge one day to go, you got to pay child support. Well, why? Because it's your child. Well, I don't want to have a child. You know, get rid of the child or cut the child support or no, just better, better. Just kill him in the womb. Mm-hmm. Kill them all in the womb, right? This is, this is the son of a president of the United States. It's a disgrace. That whole family is a disgrace. And everybody that hangs around them is a disgrace to humanity. They're oxygen thieves.
0: A, a president who, by the way... To, to Yaku's point, a president who, by the way, he and his wife and the first lady have never acknowledged this child as their grandchild. They talk about their grandchildren all the time. They give the I forget how many grandchildren they have in total, but they always, they don't, they leave her out. They had uh, stockings at Christmas. There was no stocking for her. You would think that like, yeah, your son made a mistake, okay? And you're you're the you're the parent and you're like, you're dumb, but that's your kid, and we're going to embrace her as our own because that's what you do when you procreate. And the fact that the the, the president of the United States cannot even actually acknowledge his own grandchild should speak volumes. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And— It's interesting that he's fallen on hard times, allegedly, because he apparently we have to assume there's so much scrutiny on him now that he can't conduct business as usual Mm -hmm. as he was enjoying when Biden was the vice president. But it just makes you wonder how much, you know, this backlog of shady dealings and really just unspeakable things that this guy was doing on camera, even how much of that? is you know being taken advantage of by foreign countries and foreign governments who know that the first family is grievously compromised by the activities of of the entire family, you know, Biden's brother, Biden's son, Biden himself maybe, we don't know, but that 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 type of behavior that has put him in this position makes our country so weak and so compromised. I actually cannot even believe that that has not been more deeply scrutinized mm-hmm. in Congress because mm-hmm. it is so dangerous.
1: Yeah. But, but Sarah, your point, the character of a man, the fruit, you, know, you can say one thing, well, what is your fruit? That pop-up, yes. who's the president, <laughs> yes. will not take care of his granddaughter when his son, the idiot, right. abandons, says, it's, it, say no more. Right. He's unfit by that alone. I totally to agree. To lead a That's taco right. stand. We, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. We, at American Firebrand Pack,
2: we put out a Happy Father's Day message for Joe Biden that compared his sort of the way he handles his family and how he treats his family members uh, with the way he manages the country. And just, mm-hmm. you know, what, what would you expect from a person who treats their family so callously yeah. and so exploitatively? That's what he's done to our country. Good yeah, point. absolutely. Well, uh, I hope at least that this will backfire
0: on Hunter because, you know, when you request a, a change in child support due to material Uh, and substantial changes of your financial status. That would, of course, as uh, the mother of the child's attorney pointed out, that would, of course, lead to some, I don't know, depositions, Mm. discovery. Discovery. And (laughs) perhaps we might find out a little bit more about what went on in Ukraine and Burisma. The question Mm. is, will anyone actually care?
1: You mean the Ukraine bank account?
0: Uh, Those of you who are,
1: who are
0: listening... That was it. He just winked when he said that.
1: When Nancy went over and she got her instructions from the CCP.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Mm. it's just so frustrating because, you know, I mean, here we have Glenn Beck who does entire chalkboards on all of these things and and we've seen this for a very long time and it just doesn't seem like anybody ever cares and no one ever cares to watch it. Uh, You know, folks on the left will not watch the chalkboard specials but then call us conspiracy theorists and it's like, guys, we have all the documentation right here. You just don't want to see it. Just read the news. (laughs) Yeah. But But
1: you know, sometimes the straw breaks the camel's back. And this is going to be so fun that when a a lawyer that nobody knows is representing this woman that's being railroaded, imagine the pressure she's under. She has a child with the president's son Mm -hmm. in the pressure. And watch... Watch what comes out in this discovery session, because Hunter was stupid enough to go file. Instead of just right. paying his share, right, right. he's now opened himself up to discovery. Right. Uh, it's going to be so beautiful with what's going to come out. And I just champion that lawyer. Dig, buddy. Dig deep. <laughs> discovery on everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, of course, we will keep you updated on that story as it transpires. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. CNN shakeups continue. CNN's Don Lemon will end his primetime show. Uh, d- it's called Don Lemon tonight, but I much prefer to say Don Lemon tonight and move to. He's going to move to mornings. So. What an embarrassing position that he's being put in because he his primetime show is no more, and instead he has to team up with other people um, because he can't carry the load himself. So he will join CNN hosts Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins on the new reimagined morning show that will replace the, of course, long struggling New Day. So there's gonna, there, I don't know what they're going to fill their primetime slots with because. Cuomo primetime still has not been replaced. And Don Lemon is now moving. So I I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just rooting for injuries at this point. And by the way, he was averaging only 660,000 viewers in August to rank number 40 among cable news programs, even though he did, of course, have uh, one of the primetime slots. Man, you love to see it.
1: I know you like to say LeMond, but it's lemon.
0: Yes, of course it's lemon. Yeah, but, but Tucker it, calls him Don LeMond, and I just No, yeah, but he's really like lemon
1: because he's sour. <laughs>
2: That's, fair. Right? That's, That's sour. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Who lost I, a show? Have a little sympathy.
1: <laughs> uh, let me think about it. None. So, so here's the deal, though. What I've heard, though, Sarah, is my concern here is they're going to bring some milquetoast, quasi half conservative cadre of hosts in to try and appeal to the middle of the road, lukewarm, may God spew you out conservative in this country, (laughs) okay? And I say, don't fall for it. Yeah. Okay? It'll be more of the same, but that's what they're going to try to do. They have to. The ship is sinking. There's so many holes in that ship, so anyway.
2: Yeah, Paige, last Well, I'm just laughing because it really exposes that there's so little demand in this country for what they are imposing on us non-stop. Mm -hmm. It reveals, you know, it's like when you've got BLM ideology from everywhere, and you've got trans ideology from everywhere, every company, every newspaper, every TV channel, and at some point, it collapses because you can't run a business that way when no one wants it. Right, right, Yeah.
0: yeah. I Well, well, once again, I could not have happened to a more deserving person, Dawn. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Jakub and and uh, Paige Willie, make sure that you are subscribed to both of their podcasts, find them, follow them on social media, and we will see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze
2: Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.